0: Hunter, what is the technologically worst game that you love the most? Like, what, oh. what, what, on the graph? What hits the highest in both categories of a mess and yet? I mean, I'm looking at our list, and there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot
1: of, a lot of those things are. I'm, they're kind of right here, Matt. do You want me to read off
0: some of the list? Do you? <laughs> uh i was hoping you could go off list but i know that's harder to number eight raw danger right
1: that game is great but also you know quite crap um what else we got we got jet jet set radio aka jet grind radio that that's yeah that game is uh super jank yeah uh very
0: uh messy something i'd add um, to my personal list that isn't on our big list is a uh, mohawk and headphone jack for the super nintendo that game it, uh hurts your brain and eyes uh to play um and for some reason i i used to rent it often as a child very often
1: honestly like final fantasy 8 v- yeah is like a pretty broken game <laughs> and the way that you know like the way you might play final fantasy 8 the first time when you're you know 12 or whatever um is you're like you know you're like oh look at the art and this music's good uh-huh. and i i like i guess i like this story um the way you play it when you're like 32 and you've played through the game like eight times and you're going on like your ninth playthrough is sickening. It is like, it is essentially whatever the developers wanted this game to be, that is way in the rear view mirror at this point. You know what I mean? And they're just looking at what you're doing like, wait, what is this? Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, so um, they're, they're looking at it being like, do you have like a game shark or something like are you using like cheat it's like no no, i'm not using cheats. you just just, like didn't really like finish the game uh so actually there's all these little loopholes that i can exploit kind of lawyer style you kind of better call saul that game at this point you sort of show up and it's just like the game is like here it's, you need a like, bad gamer for that game. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely. Uh, it's definitely <laughs> a kind of criminal a bit of bad gamers almanac on that one. Um, it's just like you show up and the game is like, here's the game, and then and then Saul is like, did you know you have rights? And then you <laughs> exercise those rights to use it as a tool to do whatever you want. So I would actually say Final Fantasy VIII is the most broken game that I yeah, love. Yeah, actually, the, the criminal lawyer of video games, Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> dude i with no shame will do things when i play final fantasy 8 like um okay so this is the part where you turn the game off and you turn the game back on again um and then you go talk to a guy now uh-huh. if that guy if if that guy looks uh to the left then you that's a bad seed, so you need to turn it off, okay? And then you restart the game, okay? I love Now, now you gotta walk to the hotel, you gotta walk back, okay? Yeah. And then walk back into the hotel, and then walk back. And now the random number generator is on the correct seed, in order for you to do whatever card game mischief you need to do <laughs> in order to get all that sweet, hot loot you're very doing early. This
0: for, you're doing speedrun strats, but so that you can play 37 hours of the game. Like, you're, 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 There's nothing speedrunning about it. It's just obtuseness.
1: <laughs> well, it's just a, there's several games in Final Fantasy VIII. Uh-huh. There's, the, there's the vanilla experience. And then there's the sort of number pervert experience. <laughs> and the number pervert experience is not necessarily about speed. It's more about just being very disrespectful. <laughs> it's kind of it's the equivalent of just like walking into the SquareSoft uh office, Square Enix office and just doing graffiti uh, everywhere <laughs> and like not flushing the toilet, you know. Let's go. What's up welcome to the old gamers almanac
0: i am your host hunter donaldson i am joined today by guest hello my name is matthew martins (laughs) and i'm so very glad to be here thank you for having me did i catch you off guard you did like i I kind of catch you off guard you did i wasn't i was expecting you to say my name we need a we need a formula for this like it's funny how other podcasts like have a format here and we 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 feign a format like we have things we know we should say but we never we're giving them the real stuff
1: yeah we're real human beings they they listen to us and they're like okay i can imagine being a podcaster you (laughs) know i mean like we make it seem more attainable uh and more relatable yeah you know yeah Um, but yeah these other podcasters and these other content creators they're all professional yeah um and you know they're Probably corrupt, you know what I
0: mean. (laughs) A lot of them. We're just regular guys, you know what I mean. Just you can you can see our lack of corruption because if we had any ability to be corrupt, (laughs) we would have money. You
1: (laughs) you can't like like think about like like a corporation Uh listening uh to this show, trying to evaluate you know whether they can use us. And then they hear an intro
0: like this, yeah, and they're just like, and, and they ah, see an they episode they titled "Bongayo," and they're like, "No, no, take the money away from them, please. They don't yeah, deserve
1: it." These guys are talking about Bongayo in 2022. Uh, I'm not really sure what the point would be here, as far as getting these guys in our pocket. I'm not sure there's any value in that. So that's that's you know we've said this many times on the show, but. We're too stupid to really go bit get into the shill territory um, because we're too dumb dumb. Yeah. So that's that's how you know. Yeah. That's how you know it's it's us.
0: Today we're talking about Bongio, which, from our perspective as Americans, was a two thousand and one game. This is two thousand and one, a game Odyssey, our season yep. one of Old Gamers Almanac. Yep. Now Don't be confused, though. This, to us, is a Dreamcast game. It was released originally in Japan for the Nintendo 64 in uh, the end of 1999 and then quickly ported to the Dreamcast, where hopefully the hardware was uh better for it not that you can always tell uh that the hardware is better for this game yeah. but uh and we'll get into that uh but no this is for us by our metrics this is a 2001 game we will be judging it as such this is a mech game which uh we we when we were doing the list and coming up what what season 1 would have in it we 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 ousted Zone of the Enders for this game, and that now yeah. feels insane to have done because why? I, there's no way Zone of the Enders and this have nothing in common except for robots. There's yeah. only just that they are that's both robots. <laughs>
1: that's, <laughs> why, that's why we kicked them out.
0: We said they're both mech games. Yeah. They both okay. have mechs in them. Like <laughs> this is actually effectively a twin stick shooter, uh you, where mm. the sticks are buttons. Basically, it is. Yeah, Come okay, on, sure. it's an yeah, action yeah, yeah. game. No, you're. It's a D-pad. Two things are D-pads. You got your your four buttons. You got your four directions on the D-pad, but you're doing twin-sticky stuff, right? Think of your geometry wars. Think of all your various twin-stick shooters from history. You play as a little tiny mech on screen that can shoot an infinite number of missiles at a time, and there can be effectively an infinite number of things happening on screen, whether it be houses you're inexplicably just blowing up for the sake of blowing up, or whether it be enemy missiles firing at you that you can also blow up i tell you what there's more explosions happening on screen at any given time than maybe any game that can be can, like i think you could take bongaio and yeah. take every single other video game in existence and bongaio probably has more explosions uh per per minute than i think also all other m- video games <laughs> more stuff on the screen
1: at once so it's um i want to note very quickly so th- so this is like a shoot 'em up type game yep. um a fast-paced yep. action game yes um a lot of a lot of projectiles on screen from you and the enemies it is not a bullet hell game no. yeah mostly because the bullets are not presented in like a clean and artistic manner right it's a sloppy feast yeah yeah uh, Bongayo. it's it's Everybody's shooting at once, and it's not coordinated. Right. It is just
0: like, we're, we're just free jazz and everywhere. Well, and, and notably, too, it's it's they're not as threatening of enemy bullets as a bullet hell game would be because every single object in this game can be shot and destroyed. All yes. enemy bullets can be hit yes. with your own bullets and stopped. So it's less of constantly dodging all of the enemy attacks and more like, oh, yeah. let me kill the enemy attacks before they even get to me
1: um it's uh super cool you play as uh ricky and his sister mommy uh-huh um and the uh when ricky is piloting the Bongayo, you shoot missiles that that lock in a little bit yep there's sort of, they're sort of vaguely homing missiles and then when you play as mommy you shoot lasers that bounce off of walls uh mommy is better and will get you through most levels yeah. a lot easier than ricky will ricky's not as good yeah
0: ricky that was some
1: strategy guys. Some, some
0: strategy R- mommy's better for the levels but i would say generally ricky's better better for the bosses because ricky you just run up to the boss i mean depends on what kind of boss yeah. we're talking about but a lot of the bosses you 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 have your normal attack that you're firing in um your eight directions right your eight cardinal or whatever directions yeah yeah uh, but then you can also at any time hit a super button where you shoot Missiles out of every single angle, you shoot a million missiles out of you. Technically what's happening is a certain number of missiles will fire like no matter what, but also it'll add missiles per thing on the screen that could have a missile shot at or whatever. So the more stuff on the screen, the more missiles you'll fire in response to those missiles.
1: Uh, yeah, it's like a counterattack or like parry yeah. system, right. where if if it, it's like a risk reward type thing, where if you're about to be hit by like, sometimes it's like even more damage than you could possibly withstand, and yeah. you're like literally about to die. If you press the super button at that point, yep. then you respond to all of the things that are about to hit you. With like, basically, fill the screen up, yeah, with bullets back at everyone, and because of what Matt said before of every bullet can be shot down, <laughs> you will clear the, you will clear that screen, yeah, okay, yeah. and no, and you will survive and no, you will not be hurt. Yeah. Um, it also has a really great thing of uh, your your super attack. Uh, there's a little gauge at the bottom mm-hmm. and it builds up as you as you hit stuff it builds up and gives you more supers so you can kind of just chain them so like if i'm if i am about to be hit by a million things i'm about to die and i use the the counter attack um and then wipe the screen guess what Every, for everything i hit i'm getting even more supers yeah so a, a lot of the times <laughs> the game presents these levels that are Intricate and difficult and mean spirited <laughs> uh-huh. and stupid and ridiculous and hilarious. And really, if you were really good at the game, all you would really need to do is rush in, yeah, get hit by everything counterattack, rush forward, get hit by everything counterattack. Yeah. And you could just chain that and basically just be continually screen wiping and and This logic of, like, everything can kill you very easily, but you can destroy everything if Uh the timing is right, even extends quite hilariously to the boss fights. Yeah. Meaning the bosses are quite deadly. However, so are you. (laughs) Uh, And you will will kill a boss almost by accident. Yeah. In like two seconds,
0: yeah, instantly. Which is so yeah, funny. you can you can basically get inside of a boss's ship and just kill it in in like half a frame. You know, yeah. you, you just spam yeah. the button as many times as possible. What's hilarious too is so every boss comes with a little bit of dialogue that you talk to them. The yeah, story. Yeah don't worry hey shut up <laughs> the, the story is hey, whatever it is they, they and don't care they yeah. don't
1: care either they're
0: everyone's screwing around in this yeah, game everybody exactly. making this game was having a good time yeah, and you exactly. can feel it yeah everyone's having a good time uh my favorite aspect of all this though is this game knows what it's doing at all instances because there's there's one boss that is recurring that's like this kid that's really sad that's sitting there with like a green orb for his head and he's mm. just like Oh, you're gonna kill me again. He doesn't attack you back. You just sit there and just can shoot him, and he'll just say to you like, "Oh, you're gonna kill me again." Okay, all right, well, <laughs> see you later, I guess. And you just and and there's it's not even a boss. It's just like the end checkpoint for the level, and you just do yeah. that and move on. Uh, but there's a bunch of. I mean, we don't even have to get into the storyline. I didn't finish the game uh, because I just haven't gotten there yet. I I actually will keep playing this game. Uh, I was just saying to Hunter earlier as I'm playing some of our upcoming games. I keep returning to Bongaio as a cooldown because uh, yeah. you can knock out plenty of these levels in like a couple minutes, realistically. Um, so many of these levels you can just like barrel through. Now that gets, right. obviously the game has a difficulty curve. It's going to get harder and harder and harder. It does get pretty hard too. I, yeah. I so far have not ever found it frustratingly difficult because like the reset uh, time yes. is, yeah, the reset time is decently fast. Uh, it's always fun. A lot of these levels have kind of a multiple path or at least, like, different ways you can get around them. Some of them yeah, are yeah. straight-up mazes where it's like, no, nah, no, nah, there's a way to get through this level. Yeah, the level design is actually hilarious at certain points because it's just, like, you're in a huge room and sometimes it's literally one big empty room and they're just putting as many enemies on screen as they possibly can and sometimes it's like no no it's corridors you're actually going through a maze in one particular level it's literally we have filled every single cell of the entire level with boxes and you just have to keep blowing up boxes to get through the level but that's the entirety of the the whole level is just like kill every box in this level uh but I, i it's just not like frustratingly difficult it's goofy difficult which means you just get to like "Ah, i'll knock it out again oh i failed okay well whatever because death can come to you so so quickly Mm -hmm. it's not i i could very easily see a game like this feeling cheap right oh come on Mm -hmm. that got me that's not fair and i would be frustrated but i think by sheer overwhelming you with stuff this game gets to skip past that critique. It's it's not, oh, that was cheap. It's just like, well, I didn't control the bajillion things. Like, I, I should have just hit... If I literally hit the super, I would have been fine or exactly. whatever. Yeah, that, there's always a way out.
1: <laughs> the game is cheap. The game plays dirty, and, and it has let you also play exactly. dirty. Yeah, you, get, you never that, get to
0: complain about it because you get yeah, to you rush into really a boss and kill them in half a second.
1: <laughs> yeah, at any point, if you just got the timing on that super right... You would destroy every enemy <laughs> on screen. And it's so like you really should not have that ability. Yeah. But like it works because I don't know. It's it's this sense of like fairness. Yeah. It's like, okay, so we've given you this ability we probably shouldn't have given you. But it's really fun. And and guess what? Here, let, let's talk about treasures policy on like, you know looking at the hardware and being like oh how many things can
0: we have yeah. on screen and treasure being the, the developer for this game treasure yeah uh, yeah, a yeah classically so, cult favorite developer some some ex konami people just said we want to make good games and we want to try to make not as many sequels as we can we just want to keep coming up yeah. with crazy good new ideas just just cool cool good ideas um they made gunstar heroes and
1: they made uh Ik- ikaruga yeah um if you're familiar with either of those games, but um. What, what they've done is they looked at how how much stuff they could have on screen um and they were just like yeah okay um cool well we're gonna have more than that yeah <laughs> um and it's just like and the hardware is like wait but the frame rate is gonna dip and they're like yeah but it'll be fun yeah if if, if anything it does, it's
0: cooler when it dips because then it's slow motion and you get to watch everything <laughs> blow up in slow motion yeah, yeah. how it, cool the- is that dude <laughs>
1: Wait, wait, wait. so so the
0: hardware is like, oh, so the frame rate's going to
1: dip if you put this many things on screen. And then Treasure is just like, whoa, so you're saying we get, like, slow motion for (laughs) For free? free? Like, oh, we don't even have to... We don't have to design the slow motion.
0: <laughs> You're telling me the slow motion is just built in there? That's a like feature. That's, That's awesome. awesome. <laughs> this is so cool. Yeah, this is like, this is punk rock game development. This is guerrilla warfare so against funny. the Dreamcast. And the, they, and this. what's hilarious is this was on the Nintendo 64 first, right? It yeah. was on oh, significantly right. worse hardware before it came to
1: this. <laughs> it sucks that it was only put out in Japan yeah. uh, on the N64, because I would love
0: to play this game on the N64 just to see, yeah. like, how it it does sound? I don't know. Like I mean, it's a little bit worse. The uh, you the attack can be charged to release up to one hundred shots, scattered in all directions at once, on the Nintendo ah. sixty four. But on the Dreamcast, you can have four hundred shots at once. Yeah. That's that's the maximum amount of stuff that can come out of your character. It's literally four hundred individual sprites. Yeah, and that and then the system catches on fire and your yeah. house burns down right right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially everything melts down and it is
1: hilarious um and then uh, obviously what's what's really great about that is when the frame rate slows down to to a halt let's say you're on a really hard boss yeah well, now you've got—I don't know. Plan. I mean, go get a drink. You know what I mean. Right. Hang out. Have have a sip of coffee, and then plan your next button press, which yeah. will be oh, right. let's do the super again, and maybe do another four hundred shots. You can do like, four.
0: You can do frame perfect stuff because the <laughs> frames are coming at you one every two seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 this
1: is again the the way they've designed it. It's clear that they completely understood that this was. Uh, like i mean obviously they yeah. understood this was going to happen because it's literally like if you're hitting your counter-attack at max level there is no dreamcast that was able to yeah. handle that well right. so it, it was going to happen it was bound to happen um so they just leaned into it they're they just like care. you know yeah. maybe it's fun if the frame rate goes to the pits yeah. like who who cares yeah. um i think it's like i think it's a really admirable kind of philosophy for a game and i really wish um I, I just, one of the reasons that I wanted us to cover this game was that, Matt, I think we we both saw this on the list of, like, 2001 games and immediately latched onto it because yep. it has uh, just, like, a really fun vibe and, yep. a, uh, like, the art style looks, like, pretty anime generic, right but because all of the personality and the script uh, and the character in it is so irreverent and silly, and not in an edgy way, just no. in a kind of, like listen we made this game we're having fun we're just goofing off and joking around uh enjoy this combat and look at like there's 44 levels to this game and um none of them really feel wasted i would say it feels very like these are good calories as far as game design is concerned every level they sat down and they were like all right this level's got to have a thing it's almost like they sort of have their nintendo hats on a little bit where it's like Every, it's, it almost feels a little bit like Mario where it's like every level kind of has its own uh, spirit, its yeah. own soul right.
0: that you're going after. Yeah, I would say it starts even maybe a little bit slow if you're like genuinely taking your time and learning. Like the first level is just one big empty room and you can run around yeah. the perimeter of it and just kill houses and there's like almost no enemies. There's like maybe right. six enemies in the entire thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I don't, what am I doing? Like there is this like, because the game has not really explained anything to you. The plot like, sort of happens, except for, especially in the American version, you get these title cards that are up for maybe one second, and it's, like, four sentences of text. Like, it is impossible to read. You've got to play this on an emulator, because you need to be able to, like, pause the emulator to actually read the text. Not that any of that matters, because the story is really just this goofy thing. I mean, it's just this kid like battling against this gang more or less the whole yeah, time yeah. Like, that is the plot there's it's not that much more involved in that you have family members that are uh, along the way that are in it and yeah. like apparently your dad is in the gang but then like everybody keeps
1: claiming to be your dad yeah and, like you'll like meet a boss and that boss will be like i'm your dad in this gang and then ricky will be like you're not my dad <laughs> then,
0: it's like really funny ricky ricky is this character that is like almost aware they're in a video game like yeah, the plot yeah. is never making sense even to ricky ricky like there's a character the first boss you fight like four times in a row in the first four levels and they keep insisting they're not the same boss and ricky's like no but you're the guy i just fought and he's like guy. i'm not yeah, yeah. i'm daryl and you're like what are you
1: talking about You're we, not, i just, you just fought you
0: i just fought you some yeah sometimes they do there's that one like
1: kind of clown looking guy boss yeah that they'll have you fight in levels back to back Uh and they'll do that bit where ricky's like i think i swear we just beat you yeah um and obviously it's just the developers winking at the idea of like listen we came up with a boss and We're only going to come up with so many. So, like, here's this one again. Okay. And it'll be more difficult because this time the arena is different or something. There's
0: there's also your tutorial box that you can bump into. And there's a woman in it that tells you how to do things, which is also a fun little nod to the player of, like, here's this tutorial thing. Because the woman is constantly telling you, don't forget to get 50,000 points. And Ricky's always like, what are points? What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) There's a really, really good one of those where, and I I saved this screenshot of it and and like posted it out on the discord, but it's one where Ricky's getting mad. It's like on one of the first particularly difficult levels you can, you can hit. And they've literally set the box, the tutorial box in the way. Like it's very hard to get around it, to go through the level and you bump into it. And the woman says to you, the text comes up because you have no skill and are always being killed. (laughs) Because it's it's, a, it's literally a, a prompt where there's no tutorial happening. Ricky is just complaining that he keeps running into the tutorial prompt when he doesn't need the tutorial anymore. Yep. And the woman is yep. just shoving it in his face. That is the spirit of this game is just like, shut up, you're playing a video game that isn't running very well. And we don't care because it's cool. And we wanted it to be exactly this, despite any reasons uh, to not do it this way.
1: <laughs> it's also it has this quality that I really love a lot, um, which is that it feels like every aspect of this game was very intentional. There's uh-huh. not like, it It feels very designed. Um, yeah. And that's, that's a good and like kind of encouraging feeling to be playing a game where you're like, wow, okay, every little piece of this, regardless of whether I love it or whether it's frustrating or whether it's easy, feels like, okay, they put this game together entirely. They yeah. loved this game. Yeah. Okay. And every inch of it was important to them and i love feeling that in a game i love playing a game and feeling like wow these the people that made this loved this and they uh they they did not want you to ever feel like you know it's like how many games have we played on the show where we've we've talked about a part where we're like oh was that even play tested right just you just play a section of game and you'll just be like is this even what was they this were going even something for? that they wanted it, yeah. like is this just in there is this literally just like garbage that was kind of left on the disc yeah. just because they didn't really care to throw it out or or throwing it out would would be difficult so right. they were just like ah it's not good but we've left it in right a game like bongaio doesn't have anything like that yeah. and i love um spending time with a game like that and also it makes it the perfect kind of um like you were saying earlier matt it's it has a bite-sized level structure which yes. is like there's literally a level select menu and each level is or at least until the later levels pretty short yeah uh, a pretty short experience um so you can kind of just like blow through one and be like okay cool i got a little bongaio and now i can just move on yeah um I'm really excited to eventually play the uh, the sequel to this game, which was on the DS, and it was called uh, Bongayo Spirits, mm-hmm. which literally includes, like, a level editor yeah. to just make your own Bongayo level. So, essentially, it's Super Mario Maker, yeah. but, like, ten years early, and for a game series that, you Nobody. know, most people don't really <laughs> right. care
0: about. And then there's a there's a third entry for the Xbox 360, like, Xbox Arcade or whatever, that adds multiplayer as well, and I can't even imagine multiplayer the the I'll, i'm gonna spoil some of the gameplay for people uh so i don't know skip forward 30 seconds if you don't want to hear this but the final boss uh i did not play this but hunter did and i watched a speedrun. but the final boss is a is a character that is just capable of doing all the same things you're capable of doing yeah. they are literally like we've already been saying the game is just as cheap as you are but at this point it is like on the nose literally just as cheap as as you are and to imagine that put into a multiplayer setting where it's like no literally now two of you are just going to fill the screen with missiles that you're firing at each other like that's hard for me to even fathom what that looks like and i really want to check that out just to like understand what that could mean well i will clarify uh it it
1: does not i don't think it allows Versus or at least bongayo spirits doesn't allow no verses. spirits what doesn't what? but i
0: think maybe this hd missile fury does oh, okay cool cool cool
1: um but yeah that the the final boss thing it's very interesting because you kind of start you can kind of feel guilty um i would say in the middle of this game once you start really learning how the counter attack mechanic works you can really use it to like like dispatch these bosses that sometimes will be presented like oh this boss is gonna be hard mm-hmm. and then you just kind of show up and like well no i know how i just gotta wait for you to try and attack me a whole bunch and then i annihilate you in one go um or you can even do things like you know just rush for the boss yeah. and literally try and make direct contact with them which in a way if you wait even at like a second too late will then kill you right um, <laughs> but instead of killing you you just kill them and yeah. also the game doesn't mind if you die yeah <laughs> As the <laughs> boss is dying,
0: they don't care. You can they, even they're, they're they're kind like, no, of you die. Won. You can e- there's even kind of like there's like a a small amount of like audio that has to play when you die you can die first and as long as your missiles still hit the boss before the sort of like you died cinematic plays you'll still beat the level it just doesn't care at all it doesn't want to that's the whole thing of why it's not actually that mean of a game because it's throwing you so many bones but it says as long as i keep throwing you bones i get to do really stupid stuff yeah yeah, and what that realistically does for you as a player is it just makes you feel like you like you are ready for all surprises at all moments. You just never know what this game is going to throw at you because they've clearly said the sky's the limit, and so you get to like go into every level. Like I genuinely have no idea what this level might be, but it's still mechanically only like doing its one thing. Right, it's never fully abandoning just this like twin sticks shooter thing. You know, it's not adding a ton of weird gimmicks. You have two weapon types and that's it like that's the whole game right. they, it's just what they throw at you that keeps the the variety uh going for you the the other thing i wanted to say about the writing before we get away from it is because I, I agree this game is like very designed to the extent where it feels like they really designed the whole gameplay experience first and then literally were like let's slap dialogue onto this oh and, yeah yeah and that's where Absolutely. they had like the writing is having fun with just like well we already designed the level and we put it here so let's completely make up some justification for why this boss is the same boss as like like it's yeah. just them poking fun at their own game design to such an extent because like that could be I, I don't one of our complaints with like solar ash is like how much the game fictionalizes its mechanics and and makes them you know, you have to beware of the Dyson uh, d- rhythm yeah. or whatever. It's like right. I don't like here's that the lore. kind. Of, yeah, here's the yeah. lore. I don't like that kind of game writing. But a game can still be self-aware of its mechanics and incorporate that into the writing. I guess if it's just really stupid, then I'm completely, uh, Metal Gear Solid is like the same thing, right? Metal Gear Solid is mm. completely aware of its mechanics and it's just like no, 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 no. The game is the game, and and here we go. Bongayo has a very similar vibe, I would say, to Metal Gear Solid in terms of like Psychomantis style fight. whatever yeah it's
1: it's that kind of meta like this is a game where everyone inside of it is like kind of aware that they're in a video game yeah um and obviously that type of humor uh is like you know i don't it's it's that kind of meta type humor that is super popular today um in in a lot of different mediums but i feel like in video games uh they were a little maybe ahead of the curve uh there and this is like i think one really good example of that type of thing and the game is uh is really funny and yeah. i think that that because the because it's mechanically so all over the place that enhances like all of the story stuff and all of the little in jokes and stuff to just make it feel like yeah. you're just hanging out with a uh, with some really cool people right playing this weird mech game yeah um yep. we haven't even mentioned the fruit um <laughs> for some reason
0: when you I don't really, I, I think they explain it <laughs> they at the do. beginning. So, okay, so it's like, uh, first off, there's, there's two ways you could play this game. You could, like, try to speedrun it, which is really where I lean, and you could go for high scores, and they give you scores at the end of each level, and like the like I said, the tutorial woman is always like, get 50,000 points. I don't even know what happens, like, if there's anything you unlock as you do high scores. I really don't know. I don't really think so, but I just think it's like a try to get high scores. But the problem with that is, to get a high score, it would literally just involve killing everything, and then every time you kill any single thing, it drops some fruit, and then you can collect that fruit so you'd have to go right. after and pick up all the stuff and that can get like really slow and monotonous like i don't know why you would actually play the game to like go and pick up every single piece of fruit. But yeah, in one of the early levels, the plot, the, the characters basically describe that the gang is like, they smuggle space fruits. And they literally say space fruits. All of this is space fruit. And it's very, yeah. this this weird, jokey, self-aware thing of just like, yes, yes, you must get the space fruit. It's critically important. Why is it important? Right. It's critically important to collect the space fruit. Okay, I, all right, I'll do that then, I guess. Well, and also the
1: space fruit, the system around the space fruit also, kind of ties into your whole counterattack system, yeah. which is that generally speaking, if you kill something, it'll drop like an orange or something, which is not like, not worth that many points. Yeah. But if you like screen wipe, if right. you kill like a bunch of stuff in one go, it drops all kinds of fruit. Right. And it'll and even some things that aren't fruit. Like I remember there being like a pepper yeah, one time. Yeah. a like, red that's pepper. That's not a fruit at all. <laughs> um, watermelon, all kinds of stuff that's just like worth more points um and i don't really know why the game needed that robust of system for points <laughs> but it does have it and yeah. if you like that then that's cool i'll tell you this every time i picked up like a weird fruit that i hadn't picked up before because i just done so well wiping that screen i'd be like ah oh, cool i feel good and yeah. then i'd be like why yeah and i why I have am no i no reason so to... excited
0: to collect that watermelon i don't know yeah. i just am oh my god i yeah. unlocked bananas
1: yes <laughs> Let's yes go i got pineapple this time yes <laughs> it's it's i don't know god this game is so good will you please play this game yeah we play this game listener yeah you should check this game out you can you know you can yeah i i know you know how to get to it you can get to it in a uh, and have a good time with. we it gotta as figure man. out
0: what's going on with bongaio hd missile fury i wonder if that's like i mean it was xbox live arcade like i wonder if you can get it anymore on on pc I, I i don't know um i just i i want to know that it is something that is um still playable it seems like it's probably just a thing we would have to play on xbox 360 but i don't know right
1: um, right well someday someday we'll do like a nintendo ds year yeah and we can play bongaio spirits and then i don't know yeah we'll, we'll 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 get a hold of the other one too somehow uh matt is there any is there i want to know i'm i'm actually so i'm really pleased about something i was afraid that you were having a really rough time with this game mm. and i want to know actually like in in the interest of learning more about you what about this game didn't put you off difficulty wise cuz it can be pretty like it can be really like cuz cool. oh, i i don't know i i grinded quite
0: a bit on this game in the later stages of it. Yeah. I would say, because there was a couple levels again, I haven't gotten to like the most difficult part of the game, and so I'm certain some of those last levels would probably start to try my patience a little bit more, Mm. but even in the levels where I had to like do them a number of times um, I just feel like the game is fairly reliable in what it's throwing at you, even though it feels very random at times, you can get to a pretty, uh, like, reliable recreation of how you were doing the level last time. Like, there was one particular level that was on the longer side, and I was failing it a number of times, like, right at the boss. The boss was was actually a tricky thing for me to deal with or whatever, um, but it was because the level was throwing so much stuff at me that by the time I got to the boss, I was already at, like, half or a quarter health or whatever. But it's just one of those things where it's so goofy, and it's so fast. It's not... I'm not spending five minutes in a level I'm spending right 45 seconds to like two minutes in the level and then oh I die that is that is an acceptable amount of time I mean it's honestly I would compare it quite a bit to Celeste where it's like Celeste One screen at a time, one screen at a time. Do this challenge and nothing more. And Bongio levels are kind of just like a slightly bigger Celeste screen. If you can think of the biggest levels in Celeste, like the biggest non-checkpoint, like from checkpoint to checkpoint, one of the longest one of those, that's probably the length of like an average Bongio level. And you just can figure it out. And I think it's just that it's like they're throwing so much stuff at you that it can be fun to do a second attempt because you're like, well, I didn't go down this path or I didn't try this thing. So actually, I will try. I think for me, it was this awareness of I definitely can just sprint to the end of levels. yeah. And I would try that first every single time. Just like charge through attacks, spam buttons, move, 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 get to the boss as fast as I physically can. And each failed attempt was like, all right, well, let's slow it down just a little bit. All right, we'll slow it down a little bit more if I fail again. And so it wasn't a game that was like everything must be meticulously and slowly done to do it correctly. It was like I get to set the pace as much as I want to. And so I'm not hitting slow resets until it's like, no, 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 this one singular level does demand it. And then the next level would be like the fastest thing ever. Like they never do slow stuff back to back to back. So I don't know. It's just sort of a magic quality of seeing how much fun they're having with it. And you just get the sense that they're really not trying to be mean to you. I'm trying to compare it to something that just feels really mean. Um And it's like, like super mario brothers 3 is halfway there right where one of my complaints with super mario Brothers 3 sometimes is like just like sometimes the resets are are bad but they're obviously doing certain things they're they're giving you checkpoints and letting you skip around the world map a little bit to very Mm -hmm. quickly reset yourself right in every world you can generally get back to the level you want even if you've lost your lives or whatever and that's like a step in that right direction versus the stuff that's literally just like no no you must do this perfectly Bongaya doesn't ask you to do things perfectly. It's constantly asking you to just adapt to whatever's being thrown at you and do that maybe, I mean, close to perfectly. But it's like, I don't know, the execution is not so exact that it becomes frustrating. It's constantly dynamic, I think, is right. is the way to think about it. Right.
1: Okay, well, now what I want to talk about, which is maybe kind of a weird thing, is, you know, this this season... This is you know, season one of OGA, 2001 A Game Odyssey. What does Bongio really bring to the conversation <laughs> of 2000, 2001 that year yeah. in
0: particular? Let's I read... mean, the Dreamcast is dead, right? and we get this game here this... in the States. And that's a hilarious context for this game. Real quickly, let's read our 2001 games. Halo Combat Evolved, Super Monkey Ball, Pikmin, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, Klonoa 2, and Sonic Adventure. So amongst that spread... Here's the thing about Bongaio is Bongaio's first off a Dreamcast port. This game came out a year and a half ago by this time. And even right. in nineteen ninety nine, this game was regarded as oh, they're being pretty nostalgic here. <laughs> this right. game like in nineteen ninety nine people were like, This is kind of a retro game. They're 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 uh-huh. they're playing off uh-huh. sixteen. Treasure is a sixteen bit masterpiece developer, right? They're making incredible Genesis games and even a little bit into the Sega Saturn. And this is a throwback to that. And they're saying, we can take this crazy modern hardware and instead... Of your fancy new 3D graphics that um, in a lot of cases barely hold the test of time or whatever. You know, you got your Sonic Adventure 2 where it's just like, oh, my God, this thing is stitched together with a spaghetti noodle. Uh, And Bongayo (laughs) is like, no, 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 no. This thing's stitched together with a spaghetti noodle, but it's because it's like the biggest pot of just stuff. Like, it's just so full with with 2d graphics like i don't it's, know it's that's about the meatball it's, it's about stitched the meatball. together meatball <laughs> like it's just kind of like
1: yeah so what it's just stitched together so what it's just a level select menu yeah where you just select your level and play it right because every level is a meatball right and it's tasty yeah. uh, and it's and
0: it's good this this um, game rejects 2001 that's the thing that's that's kind of uh, where I'm going with this, is it is in 2001, and it is actively saying we don't like really anything that's being done in 2001. I mean, even on our list so far, half of our list is sequels. Tony Hawk's 3, right, Klonoa 2, right. Sonic Adventure 2, and... Treasure is a developer that sort of actively rejects sequels. They they end up with a few... I mean, we've even talked Bangayo Spirits is a sequel, but they usually put a lot of gap between them. They're not doing this thing of, like, a sequel every single year for the same game. Yeah. it's yeah. Treasure is a bunch of Konami developers that were sick of doing Konami sequels over and over and over again. So they right. left to go do original stuff. So I really feel like that's the mentality of Bangayo. It's just like, we don't want to do your 2001 thing. We don't care if it's not popular. We want to make the game we want to make and it looks like mm-hmm. this and it sounds like this and all the characters talk like this and it's very distinctly its own thing this game stands out like crazy in 2001 yeah i would have. I wish i had played it then
1: i mean it was definitely it was definitely around but i i never heard anything about this game until no. bongaio spirits yeah and then i just heard you know just random things about it and just knew it was some like crazy shooter mech game yeah um I I feel like I'm struggling as to whether this is a good 2001 game though (laughs) or a bad 2001 game because it's so it has I mean it's kind of punk rock Mm -hmm. it even being on this list of 2001 games at all yeah because it it is essentially the culmination of a lot of stuff that Really, two thousand one was not about and yeah. it's on a platform that is dead. Yeah.
0: It's North basically America. already been out for a year on Dreamcast in Japan yeah. and like half a year in Europe at this point. But yeah, American right. Dreamcast, it is out uh quite quite a while uh later. And yeah, it's so discontinued we're basically... worldwide. The the Dreamcast was discontinued March thirty first 2001 this literally comes out a week before that (laughs) the dreamcast is getting discontinued next week and we release bongaio for the dreamcast
1: (laughs) god how come people haven't talked about that more because it's like in a way this game comes out and then a bunch of people buy it you know a bunch of weirdos Uh with their sega dreamcast they buy it and and they play it and as they're playing it they're probably like whoa this game is awesome i love this game i love my dreamcast Mm -hmm. and they they this is the last game that comes out before these people find out that the sega dream is dead yeah and that the dreamcast is over right so this is that last time that people sat around and was like yay i'm having so much fun with this system and sega's the best and nintendo sucks (laughs) and then they find out oh actually it's uh, it's you know mommy and daddy are getting a divorce
0: yeah and it's not your well, fault i'll even know it certainly feels like it is i'll even know it had been announced before this this game comes th- they announced yeah, yeah they announced the death january 31st 2001 we we will be discontinuing it in march 31st right. so they're looking down the barrel of the discontinuation uh, when they buy this yeah, game yeah, you're yeah. excited for it and you go i'm getting this despite knowing that my dreamcast is okay. dead <laughs> I'll change my analogy. It's like
1: mommy and daddy are getting a divorce and Bongayo is your last birthday before <laughs> the divorce papers are finalized. So you're going to this birthday thinking like, if we can just have a really, really, really good Maybe time. they'll
0: change their minds. Maybe they'll change their <laughs> minds and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So in that way, wow. is it Bongayo maybe a perfect 2001 yes. game? I think so. I mean, here here's what I'll <laughs> say. Here's here's let's do some quick comparisons. I'm going to jump ahead cuz first off, we've already said like the the bottom 3 on our list currently are all the sequels and Bongaio is like yeah, Pfleh. Get out of my way. You you sequels are nothing to me. And then we have Pikmin, right? Pikmin is also a game about throwing too much stuff on screen and the clank and the jank, and it's a little bit mean to you. But as we note all the time, Pikmin's way meaner. It's a weird game, and it's a cool called shot from Nintendo, but it does not play as smooth. It does not feel anywhere close to as good as Bongayo, and it's too much looking forward. Bongayo says, I can look backwards and still be weird and new. Yep. I can I can be referential to the days of old and still go for this. I don't have a comparison for Monkey Ball, so I don't know how to get ahead of like Monkey Ball and Halo Combat Evolved, aside from just furthering that argument. That Bongayo mm. gets to be the punk rock leader of 2001 because it says, I just don't care what's happening in this entire industry. Wow, Matt, Matt. I'm you, pushing you, for it. You are, you are bum-rushing the yeah.
1: first... Bot. Like, I am. Very quickly, you're yeah. saying Bongayo should be number one on our let's, 2001 let's, let's list. Found,
0: let's find its place in between. I don't care, but no. I'm I happy for Bongayo to go into number one. Whoa. I oh think my god. For, for 2001, um, I have no idea where it's going to go on the big list. There's a lot of other things to consider, but I'm thinking about this in terms of stuff coming out in 2001. I don't know. This, this game oh, okay, okay, cares okay, okay. So, so, so much so... about gaming. You know what I mean? This is a yeah, gamer's okay. game.
1: Well, and also I'll say this: so Halo One brings the shooter from the arena of the PC to consoles. Yes, I I feel like in a in a lot of really subtle ways, Bonkio is sort of a a blueprint for how to how to make it so that the old like retro game design stuff can survive yeah. into the new century. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's it's sort of arguing that. No, a lot of this stuff still works, um, and we can do it bigger, we can do it better on these newer platforms. Yeah. Um. A a, a big comparison point that people make with Bongio all the time, which, by the way, I don't really... I mean, I guess it's because it's a twin-stick sh- shooter, um, sort of. It's not even really a twin-stick shooter, but um, is the Geometry Wars comparison. But Geometry Wars right. isn't going to happen for a while. Yeah. And Geometry Wars is that game that comes out, and everyone's like, oh like, retro game design will survive as, right. like, smaller experiences that we download on our consoles, yep. but Bongayo is over here just being like, no, you can just keep making those games, right. um, and I think, largely, they're still correct, Yeah. so, which, you know, do we really want to highlight right now, and remember, we have laid down the idea that we can shift the entire 2001 list on any episode, Yeah. depending on how we feel yeah. about it, Dude- Um,
0: Think about it this way. I, I love what you were just saying. Bongayo is looking into the future. In 2001, Bongayo predicts the modern indie renaissance of like, we don't have to make a sequel to Zelda. We can just outdo Zelda. We can just outdo right. Mario. Like, Bongayo is right. like, I can just outdo the action shooters of old. And it can look like those, but I can take advantage of it. Like, yeah, Bongayo feels like a modern indie love letter. Okay. To, to these things. And, yeah, yeah. and that I, I I wanted to draw some comparisons to Super Monkey Ball, because in that you were talking too about like I mean Super Monkey Ball feels like a very arcadey, very gamey game. And it's also a ton of levels, right, that are just really extrapolating yeah, on this very, right, right. very simple design. So there's it's a lot It's very that, close to Monkey Ball. It but is. I,
1: I, I definitely prefer Bongaio more because Bongayo feels like more of a full experience. Super Monkey yes. Ball is strictly. A, a puzzle game right but Guyo is like it's it's just it's just working with all these different types of uh like game design at once i mean it yeah. has like it has like uh that kind of running away like like hunting and seeking type gameplay yeah. it has almost like borderline bullet hell too many things on the screen mm-hmm. stuff it has boss fights it has you know characters and dialogue that um while not, you know, necessarily inspirational, uh, just adds a lot of vibe to this game. Yep. Um, so I feel like it outdoes Monkey Ball easily. I want to try it at number one. Yeah, let it sit around for a while. I think we should try it. We should put it above Halo, and then, you know, hopefully our audience will check it out. Yeah. Because we're saying it's better, It's well, at least for our 2001 le- uh, list,
0: that it's better uh, than Halo. Yep. But yep. Yeah. I, I, I think it's an interesting thing to experiment with. We'll let it sit here for a while. And then, yeah, maybe Halo jumps back ahead later. But I do think Bongaio sitting above Super Monkey Ball is the most important part of all of this. Yeah, um, yeah. It's easily so a number one or a number two game. Um, and it's just that the comparison points to Halo are so much more difficult to have. Uh, because, I mean, Halo is also looking backwards as much as it's looking forward. It's saying, you know, we've got all these PC shooters, but I want to see now that console tech has gotten to where it's gotten, we can, we can do it on the console and make it feel good too. So, right. But I just think Bungieo is so much uh, cooler than Halo just in its mentality and its perspective and predicting the future. Again, I- I- if we're going to even take a two on like these two games are the like two parallel universes of game design. Halo right. is the beginning of the modern console shooter which is something that goes down a lot of disgusting directions is really is really corporate and just gets really weird and and there's a million entries I don't like in that field and then Bongayo is this like let's make really handcrafted games no matter what we decide is popular it's what we the developers like and like we said it's like the prediction of this indie renaissance we're having right now bongayo like is an early marker of all of that stuff and i i want to reward that for 2001 of seeing a, a deeper richer future than halo predicts
1: yeah okay okay well, all right, so that sounds like we've settled our 2001 discussion. <laughs> now we have to put it on the master list, uh-huh. which I think will be a little more complicated. It
0: will, yeah, because uh, yeah. this game, I can't overstate, it, ch- it chugs. <laughs> like There are times when you're barely playing this game because of how right. much it's chugging. Just as an experience, it's not like like I'm having a lot of fun with the game, and it's fun to joke about how much it chugs that's not always like a pleasurable experience. Like it, it, it will be like, okay, geez. Okay. Let's let the game kind of figure out. I don't know why right. they decided to just let there be this many bullets on screen, but okay, we'll, we'll go for it. And, and, uh, it, it can throw off your game a few times. So right. Should we find a, a decade as I'm now wording it, a, a 10, ah. a decade. Ooh. These are, these are our decades of rankings. <laughs> what decade okay. do we want to place this in?
1: Okay. Well, we, we, we both choose a decade and then we reveal it yep. at the same time. Yeah. Um,
0: So I've got mine. Do you have yours, man? I'm I'm digging around. I'm looking. You know what you're eyeing? I am. Oof. Okay. I'll I'll just say I am between the teens and the 20s. I'm sitting in teens and 20s. And I don't know. I'm in the teens. Yeah. I'm in
1: the teens. Uh, Solidly in the teens. You're in the teens or the 20s. So I would say we should read the teens and start at the bottom. That sounds great. Is what it sounds like to me. Yep. Okay. So number, and then we'll see.
0: We'll see if it makes sense. Yeah, and we'll we'll start with where we started all this earlier. Number eleven is the fellow two thousand one Halo Combat Evolved. Mm-hmm. Then twelve Papers Please, Outrun, Ocarina of Time, Jet Set Radio, Final Fantasy VII, Centipede, Hitman, Super Monkey Ball, and Crusader Kings Three at number twenty.
1: Okay. So um, so first up would be Bongayo versus Crusader Kings Three. I mean, I just want to mention Skyrim is number
0: twenty-one, so sure. we're, we're beating that safely above Skyrim, Absolutely. which is pretty cool. I'm, pretty I cool. feel confident in it safely above Skyrim. There's some other stuff in the twenties where I'm like, oh, I don't know, I really like that, but it's you know, I, I these, this is how the list works. Uh, so, BanGao deeply more approachable than Crusader Kings three, right? Yeah, I, I would mean, say that significantly. Um, they're,
1: they're both really funny games. Yeah. Um, but. I think Bongayo is just, it's more immediate, it's more considered. I mean, that, that's like, that's maybe kind of an unfair criticism of Crusader Kings 3, though, which is this mm-hmm. massive grand strategy game. Like, right. I mean, how right. the amount of work it would take to be as meticulous about Crusader Kings 3 right. uh, as they are about Bongayo would probably take all of recorded time. Right.
0: The, um, the magic of Crusader Kings 3 is that it can be so open and still deliver such specific yeah. interactions right that right in, in terms of like open design w- uh, spoiler alert uh, next week is grand theft auto 3 which is like hey a big open world open design thing and you can look at crusader kings 3 and see how far open design has come not that they're both op- you know 3d open world game versus like this other thing but i'm just saying emergent storytelling in crusader kings 3 deeply more attractive than most things in its ilk right, <laughs> of its right. uh, uh, that are trying for similar things so it is it is at the top of its its game um i just think bongaio is a lot cooler and maybe that's yeah. uh maybe that's not enough to let it go crazy high but no I, i'm, I'm I, feeling I, it
1: i am i am definitely okay with putting Bongayo above crusader kings 3 i just want to point out with crusader kings 3 um i feel like i've because it's the only grand strategy game on the list I feel like someone might listen to this show and think that I'm not a big grand strategy person. I am. Yeah. But I would say the titles I lean towards, like the titles that I will push for really hardcore, are probably uh, Europa Universalis 4 mm-hmm. and uh, like Total War Shogun 2. Right. Um, those are games that I think are a really great example of how great grand strategy can be. I think Crusader Kings 3 is a beautiful product and wonderful. I just think it takes a lot of hits on this show for being like just a little more on the silly side of that type of thing. I I honestly want my grand strategy game to be really chunky and get me in very strange uh, situations that feel like um, where the gameplay is always really shining. There's always really interesting things happening in Crusader Kings 3, but it's almost like I'm just reading really interesting windows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. That's the thing that kind of draws me back about that game. Um, but yeah, so we will put Guyo up above Crusader Kings 3. Next up is Super Monkey Ball, which we've already talked about a little bit. Yeah, I, I really don't have anything different to say
0: on this list as I, compared to 2001. I do just to talk a little bit more broadly about it rather than it being like a sign of 2001. Super Monkey Ball is also a lot more frustrating of a game, um, yeah. not only because... There's a little bit more jank sometimes to like, I mean, it's a 3D environment, we're trying to move this thing around, it just feels really wacky, it like hurts your brain to play at times, and you're willing to like get through that because it's so silly and weird, but it's also rarely calling as much attention to its weirdness, uh, which is fine, I mean, it's not like there's a plot or anything, it's not doing the same things Bongayo is doing. But for me alone, too, the arcadeness of Super Monkey Ball really makes it a frustrating experience, which is like once I run out of lives, I got to reset the entire run. Whereas Bongayo, it's just like, hey, I'm only ever doing like one level at a time. I'm never resetting my entire game or anything like that. It's always forward momentum, whereas Super Monkey Ball has those really, really kind of depressing moments of like, well, there it is. This one level got me and so the whole run is dead and now i got to do all those other levels i already did that stuff is just always going to frustrate me a little bit um so mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the the final point just in terms of raw game design that's what pushes bongaio ahead of super monkey ball for me
1: yeah i think i i think i stand by all of that okay bongaio versus hitman 2016 mm-hmm. um this is tough cuz they're both these are both really fun games uh yeah. mechanically rich games yeah that are interesting very different genres very um hitman can't really be as meticulous as bongaio in the same way that crusader kings 3 can't be but maybe to a lesser extent um i do feel like man i was playing some hitman 3 the other day i can't <laughs> wait till we get to that game that, yep. that game is uh pretty awesome <laughs> um, but also hitman can have this thing of like like it's it's very fun and you do a lot of fun things, but sometimes like it feels a little too on rails mm-hmm. if you're trying to do something specific. Yeah. Um which Bongaio is decidedly a game on rails. I mean sure. it's literally just like play this level, get to yeah. the boss, and beat yeah. it. Um I just think mechanically it's it's a richer experience than Hitman is. Yeah. Um and I would say there are stealth games that
0: have that level of mechanical richness. Ye- and you Hitman know what is it, not necessarily the one. You know what it is, and this you could take this argument both directions. I will word it like this. Hitman doesn't n- always trust the player enough. They've made yeah. almost too open of a design to where then they have to really hold your hand. I, when we did Hitman, didn't dislike the hand holding too much like that thats stuff right. worked for me so you could easily say well hitman tells you what the hell's going on <laughs> and Vongayo does not right you you could have that take on these mm. two games but i think we're leaning a little bit more sometimes hitman is just like here's our trick and we are presenting it to you exactly which means you did not get to discover it which sort of deflates the balloon entirely Right? We've removed all of the magic of the trick of Hitman because we just planted it right in front of you and showed you what happens. Whereas Bongayo doesn't really tell you anything, but you still get to get tricky with it and do really stupid right. stuff. And you get to feel clever really consistently in that game for how you decide to handle situations. So yep. I'm I'm slowing down. Like This is a tough one for me to put Bongayo above Hitman. But I do feel it. In, in spirit, doing a lot more. Hitman is also one of those things where there's so much to that game. I mean, that game is replayable for a very, very long time. There's also a lot of fat. On that meat, there's a lot of just it's bloated, right? There's so there's yeah. a lot of stuff I'm never gonna touch that they just didn't need to add, and that's maybe a good thing because it's there's maybe something for everybody. But I think there's a lot of stuff in Hitman that's just like, nah, that's I don't know. You just added like a weird little challenge that isn't even any more interesting or anything. Whereas there's like there's nothing extra in Bongayo. I mean, I guess yeah. you could say the idea that I'm going to do high score challenges is maybe extra, but it's also like it never requires or requests that you push hard on any of that yeah
1: and i mean it it presents the high score stuff with such a silly attitude that it's like really hard to fault it for that because it's really just like kind of making fun of the whole idea yeah um while it's doing it i don't know it's 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 this game's got so much charm on it okay
0: it squeaks past hitman so then we come up against 1981's centipede the arcade machine and uh this one's weird because Centipede is like they're kind of similar now. They're I feel sort like. of We're so they're they're, they're of a in little the arcadey. They're Centipede is like funny on our list because sometimes I'm in the mood where I'm like, yeah, Centipede, you could go higher with it. And sometimes I'm like, why is Centipede all the way up here? It's like a very simple uh, arcade cool. game. It is cool. So it's like it always it always comes back and forth on this. So depending on the day, I could very easily like today I'm just feeling like well, Bongai obviously goes ahead of Centipede. Like that's well, just I my mean, current I- mood. <laughs> I feel that way too. I do want to get a little bit meta with it, sure,
1: because we've got because I, I could I could put Bongio above Centipede. I think Bongio is in in you know I and mean, it's it's not really that fair. Centipede is you know so much older and deals with kind of similar ideas, um, but from a very different perspective, a very different time. Yeah, Bongio is just more dynamic, um, and it's just got a lot a lot more in it, a lot more. Uh, it's a, it's an evolution of a similar type of design. Yeah. But if we go above Centipede, then we also have to talk about Final Fantasy 7. Right. And then after that, Jet Set Radio, Ocarina of Time and Outrun where it just gets pretty fraught
0: for me. This is actually there are some there's a couple things lower on the list than this that are like, well, that's a landmark game. I'm looking at Portal and Soul Calibur down there in the low 20s where I'm like, yeah, yeah, those are those are critically important and huge developments in gaming. But then there's, like, a gap, and then I think Centipede and Up is where we hit that again, right? Final Fantasy VII is, like, undeniably an important game. Ocarina of Time is undeniably an important game. Centipede, I would say, is undeniably an important game. And Bongayo ain't that. Right. I right. I I want to live in a world where Bongaio was an important game and we can retroactively look at it and say, look at what it's predicting for indie game development in the mid 2010s. Right. Like, like right. we can we can sort of put that on it, but it's not actually that's not historically accurate. And so I like that it hit this high. I like that it right. represents sort of the end of the line of you forgot about this game or you didn't even know about this game and look how good it is. But everything past it is pretty much like undeniably important games, save for yeah. a couple random examples that are just like things we really, really, really love, right? Well, Hyper Light gets... Drifter, Raw Danger sort of exist up there as well, but...
1: Right. it gets It gets hard for me because after... So I I would love to put it above Centipede. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to put it at number seventeen. I feel like that's that's a good slot for it. Um, after Centipede, then you get to a mixture of games that on my personal list I could put it above, but then other games that I can't because of where they are. Yeah. Like Final Fantasy VII is a top. Final Fantasy Seven and Outrun are both in the top ten on right. my personal list. Right. Um, I did not put Bongayo in the top ten on my personal list. Mm-hmm um so putting it above those games would be difficult however on my own list it's above games like jet set radio and ocarina of time and papers please and even halo yeah but i it's it's i think it's too messy yeah. so i think we have found the perfect spot i think just above centipede at
0: 17 i think what we've also found here is an idea that there's a promise to Bongaio that I, I think we're both very curious to see how it pans out. Bongaio Spirit yeah. seems like it might be much more rich. And if it runs smoother and has right. all this extra stuff, man, that might go high, right? And if this Xbox right. 360 Arcade one also is like in that same vein, then like we're looking at something where Bongaio on this list was the first entry and how bold and how cool. But then right. look at how much they improved it and those get to go so much higher.
1: Well, one thing that's really interesting about this type of listicle um, BS stuff that we're doing <laughs> is that, and I think you'll see this with a number of games. Um, in fact, actually, they're all kind of right here. I think Bongayo, Hitman, and Super Monkey Ball. As we play more entries in those games... yeah. When we find one in <laughs> that series that we like better, yeah. what will happen is that new entry will go up and yeah. the old one will come down.
0: Yeah, it'll have to drop. Which, That's what happened to Mass Effect 2, right? I used to think yeah. Mass Effect 2 was an incredible game. And then I finally played 3 and was like, actually, I kind of think this is better. And now I'm really critical of 2. And like I just got right. more annoyed at things in 2 because I saw where it could go.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to on a list like this, um, oh, and so are we putting Bongai out number seventeen or number eighteen? Because you, you put would it you, number eighteen. I, I put it
0: eighteen. If you would prefer above Centipede, that's fine with me. I was thinking below it. I don't care. I, I was thinking of Centipede mm. as the threshold, the gatekeeper to our sort of these are critic. I mean, you can. I, there's there's an argument that Centipede is not. I mean, there are significantly more important arcade games, right? Centipede ain't Asteroids. Centipede ain't Galaga. Centipede ain't Pac Man. So I, I, wanna... I can I can see the argument, and I'm happy with You're, it. Here's what I want to say. I want to put Bongayo
1: above Centipede so that Bongayo, the robot, Ricky, so that Ricky can be our new velvet rope yeah. guardian. <laughs> so that we can say, oh, is Ricky going to maybe let someone through into, uh-huh. the, into the top 17? <laughs> um Because, yeah, it feels like that's where our line of like uber quality is currently on this list. Yeah. Yeah. So now we can say Ricky, Ricky, because with Centipede we don't really have any. More, there's no real characters in yeah. Centipede. sure. They're just
0: insects. Now Ricky and Mommy, know? Ricky and Mommy are standing there at either side of the Velvet Rope as bouncers and saying, "I don't know, I don't Mommy, know. What, what do you think?" With I don't know, Ricky. I don't like the cut of their jib. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> think it's gonna happen. I'm Mommy, and I sound like this. <laughs> yeah, the the guardians of the uh, the kind of upper teens echelon. Um,
1: and then even Master Chief can still be sitting at number 11, being right. like, I, I decide if you're getting in the top 10. Right.
0: Okay. Right. The, yeah. B- Bongayo protects the entry to the club, and uh, Master Chief protects the entry to the, like, VIP lounge. VIP lounge. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I like that setup there. All right. Cool. So, Bongayo at number 17. Mm-hmm. Um, please play this game. Yeah. Uh, it. It. I feel like it's underloved yeah. and underplayed. I'll, I'll tell
0: ya, cool. you, you're going to get it on an emulator. And you're gonna play it, and you're gonna be like, "Wait, I don't think this is gonna work. I don't think this is playable." And I don't know. You might need to experiment around, to find a couple different BIOS files out there, uh, try again, see, yeah. j- try to get it as smooth as you can. Um, and there's there's a certain thing is good enough with this game, and right. you you just need to take it with the slowdowns. So yeah. that's yeah. that's my advice to you: is take it, give as it a is. try, well, buy and take it, as it as is. is yes. Okay,
1: take take it off the lot as is. Yeah. Okay. So before we go today, Matt, we have Mm. one special segment we have to do. Mm -hmm. um, And we're going to have to cut over to ourselves in the future in order to spin the every wheel for the first time. Take it away, Hunter and Matt. From the future.
0: Thank you, Matt and Hunter from the past. We are all robots now in okay. the future. Oh. It okay. is the future oh. to where we are all robots. Hello. Great. Yes, great. very good.
1: Great. Very good. We're we're coming in. This is a great energy for us to come in at the end of an episode. We are coming in like the start of another uh-huh. one. This uh-huh. is
0: exactly remember, kind of... Do you remember when we would record Space Cats Peace Turtles like this? We would record Arana... Yeah first that would go at the end of the episode and then we would record the episode
1: (laughs) yeah all the time it was so sloppy it was so weird it was Uh, unnecessary
0: unnecessary is right hey it's time holy cow it is the first spinning of the old gamers almanac every wheel um there has been a lot of entries and i'm happy to see a couple coalitions although i will say Y'all could have done better. Everyone's playing very selfishly right now, I think. And uh, I wonder if over time, people will start to fall into packs. I also think as we get the weird, you know, everyone right now wants to troll us, basically. You know, you've got you've got your Corys in the house uh, for the Nintendo DS on the list. But once we hit one of those, I think then suddenly people will be like, all right, let's actually just like... Do some good games for for a while or something, and then no, and then maybe, I don't think no, that's how people always. think at all, Matt. <laughs> no, no, I
1: think if we hit Corey in the house, yeah. So I think there's there's two votes or three votes for Corey. Uh, in there the are house. Two. two, yeah, yeah, two votes for Corey in the house, which is a Disney Channel game, yeah, that was released on the DS. Uh, looks
0: awful, yeah. Um, do we want um, let, to? Well, let's real quickly, just for fun, let's just quickly uh read off all of the contenders here on the every wheel i don't know if we'll do this every time but there's an there's a just a short enough list at the moment that it would be nice to sort of talk through all of this right
1: before we read through the list i just for for um for the future i just want to make sure to explain real quick um just so y'all know the every wheel is part of our patreon if you sign up to the patreon you get to put a game on the every wheel periodically through every season we will spin the every wheel yep and what if whatever game the wheel lands on is is a game that we will play this yes. season? I will say um, this
0: too: we're only doing two this season, so that's two games the audience has to choose over the course of essentially six months. I'm thinking next season we bump it up to four. I th- I, I'm, gi- I'm giving at least one of mine just to the Patreon next season. I've already decided I want to do this yeah. more often. I want to spin the every wheel. They're putting good stuff on there. Is the thing they are I, good I was afraid because the fir- when I first when we first came up with this. I thought it was all going to be just trashed of them messing with us. But there's actually a surprising amount of stuff I just genuinely want to play on oh, this yeah. list. So, I it. trust them to just tell us what to play actually. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I I mean, I I think there's a lot of stuff on here that if we landed on it, I would just be overjoyed. Yeah.
0: And then there is Cory in the house. <laughs> uh that's really it though that's no, really no, the only nobody bad else one just really trolling us yeah yeah, yeah. So there's a couple things in here that are intended as trolls but actually i just like i want to play mr mosquito was, jokes on you oh, yeah, I... you can't <laughs> troll me with mr mosquito <laughs> that's not a troll for me now yeah let's read through the list real quickly just just so we know what we're up against with this uh this time's roll again this is the first time we'll do this uh we will do a second one before the end of this season it's like a couple months out or whatever but we will do one more spin before the end of this season. But this is our first. Uh, whoever wins this can go into the Patreon and just change their thing for next time. It's yep. you are not robbed yep. the chance to win again later. It's just now you can maybe go join a coalition or do whatever. Uh, so here's all the options. Uh, we've got thirteen Sentinels, Aegis Rim. There's one vote for that. Uh, that's a that'd be a crazy one to hit. Um, I've heard lots about that game. That's kind of a uh, what do you that that's like a person who wants to tell you about games kind of game. <laughs> I feel like that one is big. It's vast. Um, from what I know
1: about it, it's like a light novel and also sort of a strategy game. So um, yeah. I, think, I think it'd be very, very interesting, but yeah. also a Tough. wild ride yeah.
0: for us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Across the Obelisk has three votes. This is one of our coalitions. It's like an indie game that's really hot right now. Uh, I think it's got some multiplayer stuff that people are very excited about. Baba is you. Is a puzzle game I desperately want to play. That's got three votes of coalition formed behind I already that. played it. Yes. I
1: already I played already it. Played. That's what I like about that
0: one. Uh, we got Barrow Trauma. There's one vote on that. That's like a a, a horror pixel art game kind of thing. Uh, that you're on a submarine. Cool. Uh, Bonk's Adventure for the Turbo Graphics. It's hilarious because at time of this release, I'm editing our console episode where we talk a lot about the Turbo Graphics. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, so this mm-hmm. game is. High up, I think, on both Hunter and I's radar of a thing I we want to play. Bomb. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Corey in the house for the DS. Crypt of the ne- Necrodancer, an uh, indie dancing rhythm game. Uh, that's also a dungeon crawler. It's very cool. Uh, Crystalis. For the Nintendo Entertainment System, something that has been recommended to us many times via email by Whitebush. This is Whitebush's entry. Shout out to Whitebush. I've played a little bit of Chrysalis. I want to play this game really bad. I'm genuinely hoping it wins today. It looks great. Yeah. Uh, Darkest Dungeon, very popular. Descent, the 1995 space shooter. There's two votes on that one. Um, That's a funny one because our next season is probably 90s PC games, and this is would just be one of those that we don't have to play when we do yeah the yeah we we'll have already list. done it yeah yeah <laughs> it'll be fantastic uh we've got one vote for final fantasy one we've got one vote for gotcha force one vote for her story Hero- uh lovely game yeah her story i would i would be very interested in heroes of might and magic 3 i'm a bit intimidated by that one i'm actually hoping we avoid that one just for my own kind of i don't know what that will uh how much that will take, I suppose. I don't know how long of a game it is. Uh we got Hollow Knight. That's a big one. Hollow, Hollow Knight. Knight. Hollow Knight's a funny one on the list because it's like, well, we're going to do Hollow Knight at some point. But there's obviously somebody in the Patreon who wants it so bad. They would like that now, please, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: I mean, yeah, the thing about Hollow Knight, Matt, yeah. and I'm I I am not certain about this. I think Hollow Knight could be the pseudo sequel to the Celeste
0: yeah, episode. Probably, yeah. It's probably yeah. a top three game for me. Like, it'll probably hit up there for for knowing my interests and and everything that mm-hmm. that game is. We will pro- the stars will probably align. Uh, we got two votes on Kirby's Air Ride or Kirby Air Ride, the GameCube. Uh, not Kart Racer, but Star Racer. Have you Kirby played game? that one? Yet? I've never Are played you've... it actually. I, I oh, I've never dug wow. that deep into Kirby. I never had it. Uh, I have played a lot of the other Offshoot Kirby games, but I've actually never played Kirby Air Ride. So I would be nice. I would be down. Uh, we got Mech Warrior Two. Heck uh, yeah, I just, played that one. Yeah, I have. A, I think I have a Mech Warrior game on my '90s PC. I don't remember. Anyways, uh, we got. Mr. Mosquito, like we said. We got Night in the Woods, another indie game I'd love to play. Nine hours, nine persons, nine doors. I don't know what that one is.
1: It's a DS, um, like light novel type game gotcha. uh, almost like uh ace attorney okay
0: cool uh we got yeah. ogre battle 64 that would be very cool uh paradise killer that's a big shout out i would love to do paradise killer hunter you seemed incredibly I played excited that game yeah
1: i played that game that <laughs> game's real real good um i have not finished that one though uh but it's real uh, i played like maybe 10 hours into it yeah lovely game also
0: kind of uh there's a lot of ace attorney but not Stuff. ace attorney on this <laughs> We got Path of Exile. We got Planescape Torment, a game I have always wanted to finish. I have uh, started Planescape Torment, and this would also be a 90s PC uh, checkbox uh, we got Pocket Mirror. I have no idea what that one is. Yeah, I don't know what that is. We got Pyre uh, by the people who made Hades. This was like, this is like, Pyre's like their weird, like almost multiplayer, like sports game, right? Pyre's mm-hmm. like, a, like a weird soccer thing. Obra Dinn has three votes. Another indie game with three votes. This is the follow-up to Papers, Please. I yeah. know that this would be a, a heavy hitter. This one would do very well. Game. Yeah.
1: Masterpiece game.
0: Masterpiece uh, game. Sean White Snowboarding has a vote. We got Spirit Island. Someone came over from uh, Twilight Imper- <laughs> our Twilight Imperium podcast where they've been trying to get us to play spirit island Cross and they said you know what right here. we can uh, we can make you play the digital version of this board game and then you'll actually play the board game so we'll see maybe today spirit island gets hit uh, we got star raiders from 1979 i do not know, I don't what, even this know what that is yeah yeah uh, we got starcraft 2 wings of liberty that'd be a strange one to do before we do starcraft 1 i have Rude such War. a wild story about that game <laughs> that i will not tell here yeah um <laughs> Uh, we got Street Fighter 2. Uh, someone has called Hunter's, uh, not bluff, but like we we talked a lot about 2D fighting games in the Killer Instinct yeah. game and someone wants to like make Hunter do it again anyway. Dude,
1: I would love to play Street Fighter 2 yeah.
0: for like two weeks yeah. and
1: just get my ass kicked or, or yeah, get my ass kicked online. I forgot we can swear on this
0: one. <laughs> I almost was like, uh-oh, whoops, uh, whoops, we cut that. Uh, we're almost done here. Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. That would be a great one to do. Uh, a, a, the, the old Mario RPG. We got SWAT 3, Close Quarters Battle. Okay, sure, why not? Uh, Tunic, would love to play Tunic. I actually started Tunic uh, when it first came out and got a little ways into it. Would love to keep playing it. Uh, Valkyrie Chronicles 1, I actually would love to do this, although I know it Valkyria. would be- uh, Valkyria. Valkyria yeah, they, Chronicles. Sorry, I, I read it stupid. Valkyria yeah, Chronicles, no worries, no worries. the first one. Uh, I I would be down to do that, although that would be I quite almost- a- Thing. i almost put that into this season we almost had that so oh, that's yeah. how
1: close this game already has been right to getting right. on the show and
0: finally we have the witcher 3 which someone's just trying to put stuff that just takes way too many hours on here i don't know how we would cover witcher 3 we would we would have to plan around the yeah amount you'd of have hours to wait and, on that one yeah. you'd <laughs> have to wait a little while for witcher 3 but we'll see i mean i, I don't know we'll we'll we could figure it out yeah so there you um, go. You heard a few coalitions on there, mostly just a yeah. lot of single votes things. It is time to spin this wheel though. Uh, I've got everything locked oh, and loaded so into a wheel. Uh I they, am so all, all the odds have been maintained, and it's you can't visually see it, but Hunter and I are gonna react visually. It's time to spin the every wheel. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god. Oh my god. It's slowing down. What We're is coming. It? What is oh my it? god, is it, is, it is, it is it gonna be Baba is you or Darkest Dungeon? It's Oh, it just barely crossed oh over! Oh my god, it's we Darkest just, Dungeon. Wow, Darkest Dungeon. It literally crossed the pixel. It yeah. narrowly dodged the Baba so is You So close to uh, being Baba uh, is You. Wow. So we have to play Darkest Dungeon now. Holy yeah. cow.
1: It's That's a cool game. That's yeah. a cool game. I'm not against it at all. I've been... I've. I've never played it, but yeah. I've seen I've watched people play it. Right, uh, it's a very it's 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 very up our alley. I feel like we'll actually get a lot. This out is of the one game.
0: that people have been pining for a second one for like a long time, right? Is that is that? Oh, this? I don't know.
1: I don't remember. There's I don't there's... know. It's it's not that old. It's like four yeah. years old, five years old. No, well, it's oh, it came out in 2016. Also, yeah. there is a sequel. There's a
0: sequel that was announced. Well, so so there you go. Anyways, uh okay, that's it. We've spun the everywhere for the first time. Honestly, not what I expected. Darkest I was I don't know, I was expecting something weirder, but we just got kinda like, yeah, yeah. Oh no, the Darkest Dungeon's pretty weird. We'll yeah. we'll we'll have we'll have
1: a fun we'll yeah. have a fun field day with that.
0: Who uh may I ask Matt who put in yes. Darkest Dungeon? Uh, who do we congratulate? So congratulations to uh Geo for that submission. Geo you of course can go in to the uh to your patreon uh go back to this link and put something else on the every wheel there you are not banned from more entries to the every wheel please feel yeah, free yeah. to join a coalition or or just toss a new thing up and and try again for for next time as well but uh thank yeah, you yeah. for that singular submission you win you win <laughs> morgski um
1: and as far as everybody else uh luckily i'm pretty sure darkest dungeon is not the longest game of all time so i yeah. think we will be able to uh get it to you uh promptly right. for us which is to say not very promptly yeah oh i just looked it up on how long to be and it Uh-oh. says 55 and a half hours in length <laughs> uh so that's so the main is saying the main story takes 55 and a half hours so we'll
0: i don't see. know yeah the original we'll see. plan was for this episode to come out november 22nd uh, but that's coming after Yakuza Kiwami and Anachronox. Uh, I do not think we intended for another 50 plus hour game to follow those two. So yeah. things might get shuffled around. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what we can pull we'll off. We'll figure it out. Uh, we'll figure it out. But, but yeah, you're, Darkest you're,
1: Dungeon, congratulations. Um, I'm excited uh, to play it and i'm excited to do more of these drawings yeah. um uh, hopefully we'll do another one what around uh the new year something like that
0: yeah we yeah we'll, we'll it'll be a part of the holiday spectacular episode right mm. there at the end of the year the year end episode whatever we want to call it we, we We currently we have it listed as a holiday spectacular i don't know what it's going to be uh but yeah okay that's it that's the episode Bongayo rules still huh hey, oh yeah still love Bongayo. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah bongio uh which is my um, on my personal list my i want to just reveal this because i think it's fun to reveal where it is on my personal list because my personal list is uh, i got published this somewhere yeah um it is my number 11 whoa game i love it nice i absolutely love it Um, i don't
0: i don't i was messing with my personal list the other day but i do not know where bongio ended up uh i could i could take a minute and figure it out or we could just find out later anyways thank you all thank you all for being a part of the patreon thank you for your support and uh please keep those entries going. Let's see more coalitions. I seriously wanna see that. I want I want to see people fight over this stuff. That's the other reason I think more drawings will help the game get played a bit more. Right now it's just yeah, like yeah. a thing people are putting their 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 thing in the hat. But I, I wanna see this regular enough where people are like making deals and trades and stuff. Let's let's turn it into a sport.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know, At some point, there's going to be an all-wheel season. Like, there's (laughs) that. Obviously, that's going to happen. Because eventually, the wheel is going to have so many entries on it. Yeah. Eventually, it's going to have, like, 200 entries. And then we're going to be like, all right, well, we got to clean all this stuff off a little bit. You know what I mean? Everybody's got, like, less than a percentage chance on their individual vote. We're just going to have to start playing just these games, basically, Matt. You know, I mean, that's where this is all headed. be messy.
0: Man can you imagine the idea of a just a no theme all wheel season the 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 whiplash that we would have to endure <laughs> over the course i guarantee of that season. you matt
1: it's it's eventually it's probably gonna be like every other season is yeah. gonna be like an all wheel season <laughs> i i can totally predict that yeah. at this point i didn't think it was gonna be like that but y'all y'all just go so ham mm-hmm. on such a small chance for us
0: to have to play a game that's way too long yeah why did this happen oh boy okay well i I better start playing it now if i'm ever gonna finish it in time (laughs) yeah you better we better i'm excited adios thank y'all for listening to old gamers almanac Produced by Hunter Donaldson and Matt Martins. Music by Knight Corey.